This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 181 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, I am speaking with Lanier Malone, and we are diving into using your voice for purposeful work. Lanier is the founder of Hurdles and Heels, which we are going to tell you a great deal more about, but it is an organization for young girls in middle school and high school to help them overcome the hurdles in their lives lives while standing on the confidence of heels. It is a local organization here in Charlotte, but due to COVID, she has had to expand her reach and is looking for more people to become involved. We're also going to be talking a little bit about her conversations that matter series that she is running on her Instagram account, which is dealing with the racist racism that we have been seeing in this world and as of light of George Floyd's recent murder. I'm hoping that you will make sure that you listen into this episode. This episode is one that I got done with it and just continue the conversation with her. She was just so easy to talk to and she just really shared her heart. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Lanier. How are you? I am doing amazing. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I am so excited to get to dive into your business, talk to you more, and just really get to know you. Can we start off? Will you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? Absolutely. My name is Lanier Malone. Hello, beautiful audience of Jenny Melrose. Happy to be with y'all. I am the uh, founder and executive director of Hurdles in Heels, and I'm super excited. Our whole goal is really to uh, be able to help young ladies. So our target audience is middle school and high school, and our goal is to help them overcome life's hurdles and heels built in confidence. So, um, you know, as women, Jenny, I feel like no matter who you are, if you go into a restaurant, every woman in that restaurant has faced some of the same hurdles in life, whether it's body image, self-esteem, sex, drugs, comparison, whatever all of the same hurdles. Um, and we just decided, Hey, what would it look like for us to create a training ground? Because the hurdles aren't different. The races are, but let's prepare you to win. Yeah. You might hit it, but hitting it and not quitting is different than falling and stopping. So that's hurdles and heels. I love it. Now, how long have you had hurdles and heels? Yep. So hurdles and heels, uh, it's one of those true <laughs> kind of entrepreneurial roller coasters. It was something that started when back in 2011, um, I'm like, I really want to start doing this. And I just started doing little small groups. Um, nothing super big. And then in 2014 is when we actually did one of our first vision board parties and it kind of started taking off from there. Um, and so I'd say consistently for about four and a half, five years. Okay. All right. Perfect. Now I want to definitely dive into the vision board parties, but before we get into that piece, who do you believe is the best mentor for young girls? 
Oh, Jenny, anybody with a pulse, <laughs> any woman that has a pulse and she's still breathing, because uh, if you are a woman and you are still breathing and you're alive and well, it means that you've made it through something to be here. Um, and so I have always told the, the people that help us encourage these young girls, there is no script that says, this is what you need to say to them. This is how you need to interact with them. One of the things that the young ladies are able to sift through super easily is authenticity. And so there is no one more confident and more true to your story than you. And oftentimes I think um, what we have found um, with hurdles and heels is that Sometimes there's a disconnect in how these girls are able to um, connect with the mentors or the moms or whomever in their lives. And so just creating a space where you be you, you tell your truth, you tell your story. And from there, whoever is supposed to connect with you will, and you'd be able to encourage them from that point. So anybody that has like a pulse and they're willing to share and be honest about just kind of the things that they've been through, but not the pretty version, Jenny, like, Hey, here, obviously age appropriate, but like, Hey, here is the absolute truth about this heartbreak or my first big embarrassment or like whatever it is. Um, we found great joy in being able to help people figure out how to do that authentically. Authentic. Oh, I can't talk. Authentically. Excuse me. No, that's perfect. So now how do you go about finding mentors? Are they volunteers? How can people get involved? Yep. So um, two ways. Hurdlesandheels.com is the easiest way to go on. You can learn more about just who we are in our heart. Um, and then from there, you can sign up and we'll go through an interview process. But as of now, a lot of the people that are mentors have been volunteers. And as we continue to grow, um, figuring out how we do that scalably is something that we're doing now and testing out chapters. And so we have some people uh, up in a different part of North Carolina that are going to be starting that. But right now, most of our mentors have been volunteers, but it's only because that's been their first exposure. That does not have to be the way that you volunteer, though, or the way that you mentor, especially with the shifts that we've had lately. Um, we have done our first two courses online virtually. And so that's going to open up some other opportunities for us to engage mentors that want to be involved. Okay, so tell me a little bit about this pivot. I didn't realize that you had done this. So actually, let's back up first. Let's talk a little bit first about the vision board parties that you do. And then I'd love to get a better understanding how you're doing this virtually, because this is definitely something that my audience who are from around the country could get involved in that. And they're the ones that are comfortable <laughs> doing things yeah. virtually. So I would love to talk about that. Tell us about the vision board parties a little bit, though. Oh my gosh, Jenny, I love the vision board party. So vision board party, um, it started a while ago. And with the quote, I saw this quote online, little girls with dreams become women with vision. Um, and so for us, I'm like, man, you know what? Let's create an opportunity for moms and mentors internally in our organization. We call them M&Ms, moms and mentors. Um, and let's create an opportunity for our M&Ms to dream and set their goals with the girls that they love in their lives. And what that does, we know that we are merely a resource. We're not with the girls every day. We're not living day-to-day -day life with them. And so being able to create 
space where the moms and mentor the, the moms and mentors can do something like this with the girls what we've found and what we've heard and all the feedback it just gives opportunity for continued conversation to learn about their dreams for them to learn about yours and it's this environment where the moms and the mentors are doing their vision boards together and it's really dope because it, you see and this is what we've heard from parents and mentors I didn't know that was important to her or oh my gosh this was a really cool opportunity for us to connect especially our high school girls moms or mentors will be like man it's difficult in this season for us to talk because you know as they're growing they're going through their phases and so it may just be surface level conversation that you're having but being able to sit down in an environment with um, some guided help and really think about hey what are your interests what are your goals what are your wigs wigs are something we talk about your wildly inspiring goal like what's that thing for you and let's put it on a board and let's create some actionable steps so that we can make it happen and i think what we've seen not i think i know what we've seen walking away is that when the girls are able to share that with the m ms and the m ms are able to do the same with the girls post the event it gives them something to continue talking about and as long as you keep that conversation going um as a mom you know like as long as you keep that conversation going um the the trust and the the environment just feels safer for the girls to be able to continue to communicate yes no absolutely and i love that you use vision boards that was actually something that we've talked about in my side my membership site i think i also did a podcast episode about them um just because even for us as women to kind of like know where we're going yeah. you can't hit a goal if you haven't laid out what it's supposed to look like and you keep that plan to actually get there it's so much harder to hit so now if i now i've seen post on Instagram of the party and it was amazing just watching it but you literally take out magazines for the girls and the mentors to be able to go through and put together their board similar to the way that someone would create their own vision board is that right that is right it's so fun we've been able to partner with the hotel here um, and next year we actually want to do it in two cities so I'm super excited but what we're able to do think of it literally as a party you come we have food and we have a DJ a really fun vision board um, uh, backdrop so you can take really fun pictures because for the girls our heart is anytime we open our doors to do an event we want it to be an experience because a lot of times the girls will remember the experience that they had i mean yeah we can we can do something smaller but there are very intentional steps that we do to assure that these girls have a great experience because they'll always remember how that experience made them feel um and then when we walked inside um we have basically a magazine bar and so there are a bunch of different magazines there are different quotes we have all of the glitz and glam the glitter the feathers the the little things for people if they want to like you know zhuzh up their board um, and then what we did this year which was really fun we kind of did a guided vision board party and so we broke it up into a few sections first hey let's write down your goals and so everybody was gifted a few things where they were able to write down what do you want to do let's dream let's talk from there they were able to then cut out pictures from there they were able to then put it on their board because what we saw in the years prior is that sometimes it can be really overwhelming for us for anybody to sit here and say okay let me think about all my goals 
let me think about all the things I want to accomplish. Um, and then let me find pictures to match. And we saw people walking away with boards that were at different points. And so being able to break it up and do more of a guided experience, uh, we saw a lot of the girls be able to walk away with um, cohesive boards that they obviously can finish later. But it's a whole party, Jenny. It really is a whole party. We play some games in between and no party is complete without prizes. So <laughs> that too. <laughs> I love it. No, that's so smart. And I think that the fact that you've guided them too, because it is like, we assume, oh, I'm going to put down these different things, but are, are you looking at the different categories in your life that you are trying to hit your goals? So I think guiding them through it can be so helpful. So tell me a little bit about how you've pivoted since obviously Corona, we've been quarantined. You pivoted virtually. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, our team realized, I mean, hurdles and heels, and you just think about this season. Um, these kids have a lot of obstacles and a lot of hurdles right now. And oftentimes, you know, as we are trying to pivot and navigate our own lives, just remembering, hey, they're dealing with a lot of change too. And so um, our team realized this is not the time for us to take our foot off the gas. We got to figure out how to meet them where they are, because even if it's just a space to process, if it's just a space to, Hey, how do you feel? Let's do that. And so what we did um, utilizing zoom, we've been able to um, do a four week course. So typically what we've done is an eight week course in schools. We've done a four-week virtual course, and it was super successful. Um, it was great. We were able to meet, and the kids have been in that rhythm, you know, whether they wanted to or not lately. And if it's okay, I would love to read to you a part of an email that a mom sent me. Uh, I would absolutely love that. Yeah, she just sent it to me, um, and it, it made me happy because, you know, we went into it with – a bit of uncertainty of like, hey, how how will this work? What will this look like? Um, and this email was really great. I can find it. Um, thank you for what you have done for the girls over the last four weeks. Her daughter's name is Reagan. Reagan has enjoyed it so much and it came at the perfect time. Her and her best friend have used the snap method that you taught and tried some of the other techniques you've taught them while dealing with a difficult friend. I love what you're doing. It's important. Thank you so much. You're brave, courageous, basically amazing. Thank you for teaching our girls how to be also. Um, so that was just one of the emails that we got from a mom doing the virtual hurdles and heels experience course. Um, and it's been, it has been to see them still connect, to see them still implement every week, come back with stories. Um, it's been awesome. It's been awesome for sure. So now what does the course cover? Yep. So, and this is part of our pivot. So our eight week course, we had eight hurdles that we found as extremely consistent and necessary for girls to, um, that they're facing. And so when we've partnered with schools, we have our baseline of about 18 hurdles that we have curriculum for. And what we do is the first week we do a post, like kind of just feeling it out to see, hey, what does this school or what do these girls need? And so with this, um, every course is dependent on what the need is. And so it also enables the girls to continue to go through it. So it's not just the same stuff, but essentially it's us each week tackling hurdles um, practically 
and also with actionable steps to say, hey, how does that work when you leave this conversation? Um, and so I loved what that mom said. They were able to use this method dealing with a difficult friend. Perfect, because I don't care if you're in middle school or you're 40, difficult people are going to be in your life, period. And so, um, yeah, that's how we've been able to do each of the weeks um, and the hurdles that they're able to learn about and just some skills for. I think that's so inspiring, not only obviously because you're reaching these girls and helping them and getting them through a really tough time, but it's also inspiring the way that your business primarily was all in person. And here you are being put a huge hurdle and you were able to pivot to something that now I think you're the people that you could possibly reach with this have now become exponentially larger. Um, You have that curriculum now laid out. So was it given, was it, um, were the lessons given live via zoom or were they pre-recorded? They were live. They were live. So, um, the point 2.0, we've, our team is trying to figure it out, but the live portion, um, especially for the young ladies now, after they go through at least two live courses um, with the four-week in- interim, I think we're going to try to introduce something. And this is something we are literally figuring out as we go, but figuring out how they can utilize some pre-recorded material. But what we have found important is for the girls to be able to have interaction have some FaceTime, have, hey, we have a friend, this is what's happening. Hey, here's what's happening in the world and I don't know how to deal with it. Hey, here's what's happening at home. How, how can we do that? So being able to have that um, is intangible for us, but we are in the process of creating some material for them to continue to access. And even, um, it's crazy how this season has really pushed us into a different level of just business because now, you know, we're even going to offer some one-on-one coaching um, and to see what that looks like, because we have some parents that are like, Hey, like this is great. And my daughter just needs some one-on-one time. All right, let's figure out how to do that um, and be able to do that from anywhere. Uh, it's all, it's awesome. No. And I think I've been talking about this. I feel like for the last couple of weeks, just because it has forced us to start to look at our businesses a little bit differently. And we are going to see some things change as far as people are now realizing I can do so much more online and not have to have that added expenditure of having a hotel. I mean, you were lucky to have a partnership um, where it has worked out well for, I'm hoping well for you. Um, But all of that, you know, there's back end costs to that. Um, I myself had an in-person conference that was planned for April 1st and we turned it into virtual because obviously you were quarantined and you couldn't go anywhere and people from around the country couldn't come. But we saw that it was actually so much less stressful, so much the cost wasn't as expensive to have the hotel, the food, everything that goes into that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just, I think it really is a testament to the times and I can really truly see your business just exponentially growing from that so that's so exciting thank you we're excited trying to figure it out and it's literally a real life example for us like we're taking one step and figuring out how we um, continue to make the next step better so that we're you know in goal serving people serving them well yes now you continue to use your voice for purposeful work. And recently you started a series entitled Conversations That Matter on your personal Instagram account, which we'll link to in the show notes, but it's at Life of Lanier. Um, I watched you actually 
speak about the systematic racism in the country as your beautiful baby dozed on your chest. You gave actionable steps to take and we're going to link to that in the show notes so they can actually watch that IGTV that you have up on your account. Can you tell me more about your hope and purpose for your series Conversations That Matter? Absolutely. Um, you know, it started with hurdles and heels because I'm like, man, our girls are in a space where they're on social media. So they're seeing a lot. And then you hope that the parents are having conversations. And then, you know, just the reality is in a lot of black families, these conversations have been a part of the norm. And a lot of my white friends are like, I've never had to have this conversation. And so seeing that duality and then looking at my hurdles and heels group, I'm like, okay, this is a hurdle. How do we figure it out? Um, but then what I realized, you know, Jenny, when everything happened uh, with George Floyd in Minneapolis, I saw um, the country get into this uproar. It felt like to me a Jenga. Like, you know, the Jenga game, like the last piece came out and things just are starting to crumble. And while that was all happening, honestly, I felt the same. I'm like, I'm, and sadly, because it's something that I've experienced before and have found this um, cycle to figure out how to kind of numb it just enough to continue being productive in my life. And so I was like, oh, okay, it kind of is what it is. And I was having a lot of conversations with some of my white friends <clears throat> who were, it felt like eyes open for the first time and a consistent statement I've heard is I didn't know it was this bad. I didn't realize that it was at this level. And so I was then able to have a lot of conversations, Jenny, in a week. I don't, I think I went dark on social. I like, was like, I can't watch anything. I don't want to be a part, but every conversation that I had within that week gave my numbness a little more hope. And I stepped away and I'm like, dang, all right, well, if that's what it's doing for me, I don't represent all of black America. I, my friends don't represent all of white America. But here's what I do know. Within the sphere of influence that I do have, there's both. And what would it look like, you know, every time I do anything, anything I do, Jenny, whether it's personal, business, my question is always, how can I best serve people? How can I best help people? And I'm like, well, if these conversations helped me, I'd love to bring them to a platform where they can help other people as well. And so um, that's how it started. And I was able to um, chat week one with one of my friends, Mike Tolbert, who is a retired NFL 10-year vet and had a really conversation, a really great conversation. And that week was really just, hey, from the eyes of a black man in America, how has this hit you? What are you doing in your home? How are you, you know, um, helping your friends and the people that are close to you. And then this week, I'm super excited. It'll be from a different perspective as a white woman in America. And one of um, my girlfriends, Morgan Fogarty, who is um, a news anchor here in the Charlotte area is going to be chatting with me. And the goal of it is that what you said earlier, actionable steps, because we can talk all day till we're blue. Um, and I've used the analogy of an Uber, an Uber share. So the purpose of an Uber share is, hey, we're all going to the same destination and let's just jump in together. It'll cost less. Let's get there. And it's the concept of if everybody does a little bit, no one has to do a ginormous amount. And I feel like with 
the realization of systematic oppression and racism and microaggression and all of those things. Some people have been in this Uber share for a very long time. I mean, it's been around for a very long time. But then I have realized that some of my counterparts, my white counterparts, they're just hopping in the Uber and they're like, oh, crap. This is, we've been in this for a week, two weeks, and this is like, it's not okay. And so being able to create conversation on the route, because we all want to get to the same thing, at least majority of us, which is, you know, peace and equality. Um, But being able to have those conversations that give a safe space for people to ask questions, for people to um, get understanding because, you know, I saw something on Instagram the other day and it said, you might not have created the problem, but you're here now to help fix it. And so just as a collective, being able to have conversations that help do that. Amazing. No, I saw obviously that one video, the first video you did, and you gave that um, metaphor of the Uber ride. And I was, it was just beautiful because that's exactly what it does feel like. And I think it is eyes wide open for many of us now. Um, and I've seen a couple different quotes that have been on Instagram about, you know, so far people have said 2020 has been a crazy, crazy time. Um, maybe it's not meant to be the worst year ever. Maybe it's meant to be that transformation into the best year that yep. we could have imagined. Yep, I think so. And you know, it's crazy because without COVID-19, I don't think that the world, I'm not even going to say America, I don't think that the world would have been still enough to recognize some of the things that are happening. Um, And then just from a human standpoint, feel like, okay, what's my part to play in addressing it? And so it's kind of like the dominoes. It's just been a domino effect, but I I wholeheartedly agree. I think that this will be something that changes um, the course for our children and and their children so that hopefully this won't be a conversation and people will be equal and loved the same and granted the same opportunities. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I am at a constant place of hopefulness, even seeing just the action that's being taken. And it's not just by people of color or black people. It's by just humans that are seeing the discrepancy and want to be a part of the solution. And that, that gives me great hope for my daughter. Yes. No, I definitely agree. And I know that you had asked that question on Instagram. Are you having that conversation with your children? What does that look like? And then you had posted, was it an article? I feel like it was an article to CNN. Yep. Um, It was an article and someone had sent it to me and I read it and it was great. And it was just some tips and tools for how to have the conversation at age appropriate levels. Because what we have found, especially within hurdles and heels, it's not a matter of if your children will be exposed, it's who's going to expose it to them. Yes. Period. Um, and that is with anything. It's who's going to expose it. And I think um, although conversations are difficult, and even with, so we have middle school and high school girls, and when we broke it up for um, the week that we talked about just racism in America and how they were feeling, we had our middle schoolers and our high schoolers, and when we first started talking, I'm like, this is a little awkward, isn't it? They're like, yeah, because we have a diverse group, and by the end of it, everyone's laughing and talking, and I'm like, this feels a little better, right? 
And they're like, yeah, it does. And I'm like, just be like, you got to figure out how to get through that phase. But being able to have the conversation at the right level, it's priceless. And then if you don't know how, making sure that um, you put your children in a position that they hear it. So I had one of um, a friend of mine, um, white counterpart, love dearly, um, has been a part of my life for 12 years. Very, very big figure in my life. He called me and he's like, hey. I would love for you to talk to my daughter. I have a 13 year old and they're my perspective is only based on my experience. And I don't want that to be, I don't want to limit her. I want her to know. And so we were able to grab some ice cream and just like answer her questions and talk. Um, so just never underestimate that because somebody is going to teach them. They're going to hear it from somewhere on some social account from someone at school. Um, but being able to control as much as you can, the narrative of, you know, how they see it and helping them process, I think is amazing. Yes. No. And it, it's that getting through that uncomfortable there. I've said so many times, I feel like even in business or in life in general, I feel like when you get uncomfortable, that uncomfortable feeling is the growth whether it's personal or whether it's business, yep. whatever, and it, it, that uncomfortable feeling has to happen in order for those conversations, like you said, to happen and to have that better understanding. So I appreciate you so much because obviously when we're doing this interview, we're like, it's still in the midst of the protests. And for you to come on and speak to me about it, I truly, truly appreciate you. And I want to make sure that we, um, we're going to link to your Instagram um, as well as the IDTV. We're going to find that CNN article so we can make sure that we have that in the show notes as well. What are the best places to follow along with you? Yeah. Um, so hurdles and heels, um, Instagram and hurdles in heels.com and it's hurdles in like I in heels and y'all will see that in the notes, I'm sure. Um, but all of the things I love for y'all that get um, on our mailing list and just be able to stay in the loop because what this season has shown us is that we are going to continue doing things online and for your audience that might be interested, I'd love for them to be able to participate um, as the, uh, opportunity arises. And then um, Life of Lanier is my personal page and um, doing a lot of fun things there, figuring out just the duality of business ownership and then also my personal self and um, my life and my babe and um, just growing in that thing. So those two places are the best places to keep up with me and what the work that we're doing with Hurdles and Heels. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Lanier, for taking the time to speak with us. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Jenny. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Clearly, I could have continued this conversation for hours with Lanier. Please make sure that you check out those resources, that CNN article. If you've been struggling to be able to speak with your kids, there's a ton of great resources. We have linked to that in the show notes. I also want to to remind you that if you were out listening to this episode, I'd love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on your Instagram stories. Tell me how you were listening in. Tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose. You can also tag Lanier at Hurdles in Heels or even her other account, which is at Life of Lanier. I appreciate you guys so much when you show me how you are listening in. It just gives me more insight on where you are actually taking the time to do it. I also appreciate it so much when you leave a review. I wanted to take the time to thank Jackie O'Brien who left this fabulous review that which says, I started following Jenny and listening to her podcast after I started my professional home organizing business this year. 
She brings so much valuable information and great guests to every episode. Even with everything going on in the world right now, listening to this podcast has helped me stay positive and keep up the momentum on building my brand and engaging with my audience on social media. Looking forward to getting my hands on our new book. Thanks, Jenny. Jackie, thank you so much for leaving such a fabulous review. I appreciate it. And I'm glad that you have found it so helpful. You guys, I appreciate you all so much. If you could take the time to leave me a quick review, I would appreciate it. And obviously, I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. All right, guys. Thank you. And until next time, I will see you all then. 